Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Charteris to Falatau, tackled by Zarzewski on the 22. This is fixed. He's going to score a try. A question. I have a question for you. Okay. Why is it that your phone doesn't ring most of the time? You ring and it goes straight <laughs> to voicemail. I blocked you. you. That can't be possible. Like, you know what I mean? Like with anyone else, that could be a legitimate thing. But you ring me so often, there's no way that that could be the case. Why is it? I don't know, actually. It didn't even show me that you'd rang, actually, there. I just happened to look over and then saw I was in the school. I think it's on the blink. It might well be. But I've got some new... I've got, yeah, I've, new got phone some, I've got some new kit this week. The last, like week i've ordered i've Thank ordered like eight or nine different cables <laughs> off amazon and they've been arriving like day by day and i finally think i've found a setup which is going to help us to be able to record calls so hopefully touch wood this is all recording all right and it's going to sound quite good Whew. which is yeah, which crossed. can be said for me because i think i sound pretty knackered you sound a lot better than you did on that uh, bizarre version. Was it last week or the week before? So don't worry about it. <laughs> Which one did you? Oh God, yeah. Oh, as long as it as long as it doesn't sound like that, yeah. The uh, the high pitched nasal <laughs> thing that was just very strange. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. Yeah. But how are you, Dan? Uh, good. Yeah, very good. Are you? Christmassy. Sat sat here in the kitchen. Yeah, we've got a eight foot uh, eight foot. Christmas tree here, yeah. Well, yeah, easy. Uh, which That's the kill's decorated today. Eight foot. Yeah, I just wanted one. Of, yeah, I don't know why we've gone for this thing, but um, it's too big, really. I just wanted one of those little ones. But um, yeah, we've got a, a monster of a tree in here, so very little room for anything else. But yeah, it's up. Girls are happy, so uh, I'm stuff. happy. Yeah, How was good your weekend? thanks. It's um, yeah. 
been a bit of a struggle to to catch any rugby because of family commitments this weekend. So I've just got back from uh, yeah I've just got back from Bristol at yeah about half past seven. So I've quickly had time to watch the Ospreys game. It's nearly half nine as we record this. And yeah, just kind of getting up to speed with all the other pick of the games that one. Well, no shortage of controversy, uh, which which I'm sure we'll, uh, which I'm sure we'll go yeah. into. And yeah, you've 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 caught the uh, the Blues game. Sadly, neither of us have seen oh, yeah. the the other two Challenge Cup fixtures. And I won't get into my. I, I'm trying to keep it as an annual rant about the the scheduling of the Challenge Cup. But look, anyone who has listened to this over the last few weeks will know how annoying I think it is that you just can't watch these things on catch up because yeah well I don't know why but that yeah, is that is the yeah. case but nonetheless been trying to catch up to the um the results in those games and and kind of see what all of that means and fortunately you the listener have provided us with some interesting questions to get stuck into as well so yeah no shortage of stuff to talk about as we head into head into the festive period uh, is that one of the things you look forward to about Christmas, Dan? Uh, I know you're a massive kid generally, but what about the the rugby on offer? Is that something that you're you're looking forward to? Yeah, I do look forward to the to the rugby over the festive festive period. It kind of makes it kind of makes Christmas for me uh, with you know watching watching a couple of the regional games, but also keeping a close eye on on some of the club some of the club rugby games. So. Um, I know this year I'll be. I'm going to be heading back back home to to Cowbridge and watching. Play? Yeah, I'll be watching. Yeah, watching Cowbridge play on Saturday mm. the 28th, which I'm which I'm looking what forward to. So, yeah, that doesn't um, matter. You beat them, yeah. Well, yeah, Cowbridge are going well at the moment. So, yeah, it's um, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. That that really makes it mm. makes it for me just catching a local game. Um, and yeah, it just kind of kind of makes Christmas. Yeah, it? I know it sounds sounds good. I um, the regions it's it's an interesting one, and there's been no shortage of drama this week in regards to how those games have been marketed. I don't know if you caught this one, Dan. No one sent us any questions about it, but have you seen the Ospreys poster that they have displayed outside yes. the Arms Park or very near the Arms Park, featuring Gareth Anscombe saying "Ospreys and proud"? What did you make of that one? Yeah, I just mm. thought it was quite funny, really. Um, I know a, f- a number of people are saying it's pretty you know, distasteful and uh, you mm. know silly, a bit pathetic. But I just think it's a bit of fun, really. You know, does is anybody no, really get offended I don't by think these things? Offended, no? really? Do I they? Think I just think I just think you got to back it up because you look really stupid. If uh, well, if that's it. Pumped. Yeah, I mean, it will. The thing where it is a bit silly and potentially stupid is that. You know, it's going to really rile up. It will rile up the Cardiff Blues. They'll be able to use it to yeah. some degree, won't they? I don't think it's really going to. They're not going to be. They're not going to be tearing down the walls or something like that. And, and the, the fans would probably get more irate than the players, to be honest. They just laugh at it. Um, but yeah, the Ospreys have really got to pack it well, up now. So. Yeah, they have. Should we get stuck in some of these questions? All right, yeah, let's start this one. This one's from Asa Joseph. Would you agree that Wales have a problem coming in the near future in the centres? And how does Pivac think it? Uh, sorry, how does Pivac fix it? Thinking both with an eye on the Six Nations, but four years ahead to the next World Cup. Yeah, we are definitely short, aren't we, in the centre centre position? It is something. It's a position where we're going to need to 
to have a good look at a number, you know, number of uh, players. It's going to be young players, I think, isn't it? And that leads quite uh, leads me on to to Ben Thomas, who played for the Blues. Uh, on the weekend, he had a very. Dan, we've only had five game. questions in this He's... week, and you just you've you just gobbled up two of them by uh, by leading into Ben Thomas. I, I wouldn't mind, but you've actually straight, read straight the questions in. this week. It's like you're deliberately out to I sabotage me. But go on, let's. I have, and that's the end of the pod. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's talk about um, Ben Thomas. There, go on. Yeah, you've, so... you've obviously uh, you've honed in on him while watching the Blues this weekend. Yeah, yeah. The Blues, the Blues were very, very good. He was he was a huge part of it. He it worked really nicely with with Jared Evans. Um, they had they used them both at, at ten because obviously he's played uh, Ben's mm-hmm. played ten and twelve. Those are his positions, so they just interchange really nicely. And the two the two playmakers that sort of uh, that sort of tactic worked worked beautifully. It really did. Uh, I must say the forwards gave him a really good platform, mind. But yeah, he looked good. He's got a good good passing game. Good tactical kicking. His defence was 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 pretty much on point. So he's one that he's one to keep an eye on, and he's been playing well for for Cardiff club side yeah. for 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 a good one. He's a local boy there, isn't he? So it's nice to see. So he's what he's a centre, but we need you know potentially we are a chance him getting a fair bit of game time given Halaholo's injury as well. So that could be. You know, I, I'm not saying I'm not saying he's the answer for Wales. I I haven't seen anywhere near enough of him to make that call yet, but clearly someone who's got some talent and hopefully he'll get the game time to back it up. Yeah, he's definitely got talent. He just he's just gonna have to keep giving keep keep playing and after that performance he is straight in. It is with 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 the the way in which the blues play as well, they do you know, we said that the blues have played tend to play particularly well when they have Garin mm. in the side, don't they? And I do think they're a slightly different outfit when they've got well, naturally, obviously, when they've got quick ball and, they, and the forwards have given them the platform, taking that aside. But when they do have uh, a, a different, a different looking centre, and he's yeah, he looked sharp. It's only one game, so there's a lot. You know, we're going to have to see how that pans out. But he's certainly one to watch. And yeah, we might as well run through a few oh, of the other centres. Throw, throw a few at me. So, well, I think this this <laughs> this guy's been mentioned. Is this one of your one of rare occasions where you've made some notes and some prep? Look, I'm, I've got a bunch of grapes in front of me, which I'm munching through, which you'll probably mess with me after saying, I can't believe yeah, you're eating when you're doing the pod. Um, yeah, bag, bag of mixed grapes. grapes yeah. afterwards. They can be no, I haven't. Go <laughs> no, I haven't done any. Okay, go on, throw anything. a few of these um, names at me. Ashley, Ashley, so Ashley Beck, one of the, listen, one of the <laughs> listeners has popped in. I'm going to work in every single one of these. Dan, we're, we're nine this minutes pod. into the pod. Six minutes of it was a chat about Christmas. And, and you're, go, you're know, going at well a minute. You're going at a question a minute here, and we've only had five of them in. What are you, what are you playing at? You're killing me here. Don't bring Ashley back. Give me another centre. I want to talk about Ashley back later. <laughs> All right, I'll go on then. Let's, let's talk about Ashley back. Yeah, so Ashley back. Yeah, he's he's. I've I've rated him. Really like him over the over the years. He just he's just plagued with injuries, isn't he? And he he is he is having a a really good season. Um, over in, over in England, so he's somebody that could do a could do a job for us. I think if we're if we're really in trouble, is he eligible? Because he won't have the sixty caps, good, will he? But that's a good question. Yeah, that's a, there's so many of these loopholes that I, I kind of start to lose track. That you know, does he did he need to have been offered a new contract by the Ospreys in order to 
for that to be. I, I'm not entirely. I'm not entirely sure, and I think it's all under review anyway. So let's assume for the for the purposes of this this debate that he is available. You could see him making that squad, could you? I, I if he if he keeps playing the way he is, yeah, I could see him making the squad. He's a he's a really not really tidy player, isn't he? Playmaker offers us something very different mm. in the centre, which I which I which I like from him. It's it's always been the case with him if he can just stay fit, which he's never ever yeah. been able to. So he he he's one that I would I would feel more than happy with him being in the in the centre berth. Certainly more than uh, you know us trying to convert. There's been a lot mm. of talk, isn't there? Josh Adams of, of probably yeah, certainly yeah, converting Josh Adams. Now I I cannot see that at all. I really can't. Not Can for it? the Six Nations. I mean, I, I, as you know, there's there are very few people who are as big a fan as Josh Adams as I am. I mean, he's absolutely class. And I love how much of a grafter he is. But I, I think it's a very, very tall order to say between now and the start of the Six Nations that we can convert him into an, an outside centre. I it, just don't I just don't see it. I don't see there being enough time. It's such a difficult yeah, position. It, it really is. It, it, it's... It, it's so technical. I know all the all the positions on the, I know all the positions on the park are, are technical. But you know, in, an international from from, an in, from wing mm. to centre, you you, you you just cannot do that. And for me, he's not. He's a winger. He is a. He's an out and out winger. Now, somebody like uh, Hallam Amos, I could see. I could see. You know, I could see that. You know, that sort of switch working, having him. You know, looking at maybe him in the centre role, but but you know, Josh Adams, I cannot see at all. Yeah, he's just he's yeah, straight I, I think for me. he is. I think he's a, he's a winger. I think he can fill in quite comfortably at fullback, certainly at club level, international, possibly. Now, yeah, I, I, I just don't think he. I don't think he's got. I think he's got time. And while he's while he's you know running in tries on the wing for for Wales and for you know and on his debut for for Cardiff Blues as well, just don't see the. Uh, don't see that yeah that that being a, a viable option to be honest. So yeah, I I don't know. I think it's I just it's too short a lead time to convert anyone. I think uh, at this stage, as much and you know I like I like Am I like Amos, but uh, he's uh, again it's just not it's not it's not enough lead time. I think if you were going to convert Hallam Amos, it should have been two or three years ago, and I would have you know I know he had the odd game at, at centre for for Dragons, but yeah, I, I, not enough time for me for anyone. Yeah, I mean, I've, we we need. To, it is something that we need to. It needs to be a bit of a project, doesn't it? We need to play, play. Um, we're going to have to play youngsters, aren't we? In the for the regions, if that's if that's possible, anyway, to give to give these guys game time because we're looking we're looking threadbare, aren't we? In that in that particular position, and we have been really for for a good few years. I think, I think. yeah, it's been one of those areas that's that's definitely caused a problem. And you know we said that obviously kind of going into going into the World Cup. I mean, it, it, but we know how quickly it can change because we did have exactly the same thing with wing, didn't we? Yeah, we were, we were short for a long time, and now we've got sort of you know probably eight wingers that are that are very very good. So we can change it, but it does it does need to be addressed and looked at, and that's going to be from playing from, from playing anyone else that you think is a, has got a you know a decent chance of making that squad that impressed you at the start of this season. In the yes, centre berth. In the centre berth. 
trying to see if I can work in any of the... <laughs> yeah, I was <laughs> any say, the anything, anything that the no, audience not... can't provide the answer for from uh, for you. Yeah. No, nobody that's really sort of... I, I suppose down mm. the Scarlet's... Um, Steph Hughes, Hughes, yeah. Steph Hughes, yeah, he's, he's, he's had a good, you know, good start of the season, hasn't he? Yeah, he has. He's been, yeah, he's been, leader. He's been captaining them um, too. Yeah, I think he's, you know, he's good, good club player. I think it'd be a big step up for him. But, you know, certainly, yeah, certainly in form. I mean, a lot was, was talked about in a big way, wasn't he, sort of seven, eight years ago. Um, and he's taken a, I don't know. It hasn't quite worked out for him, has it? Uh, uh, you know, he was he was destined for big, big things. Uh, yeah, it's nice to see him playing well. But again, until you know, we just we just don't know, do we? We just it's good to see him. You know, hopefully, again, you know, get get some more, get a uh, further consistent run of games. So, but it, we're scrabbling around, aren't we? One name we haven't mentioned is someone we're who's scrabbling. got. I don't know. He must have over sixty caps worth of experience down at the Ospreys. Scott Williams. What yeah, what's going, going on there? there? He's not in vintage no form at all, no is he? And you know, uh, but it's still yeah, Scott Williams, it is, isn't it? I was kind of led to believe all the chat seemed to be around the World Cup that they didn't call him out there because he was he was carrying a back injury. I think they were really worried about that he wasn't going to last the the distance of the World Cup, and I can understand that. It's a you know it's. Players have to go to some pretty dark places during the during the World Cup, and I could see that they'd say that perhaps he didn't have the, you know, that injury was too much for him to to be able to kind of nurse through, especially if you're only taking three centres. But yeah, he's not looked himself since, and uh, and you worry about that. But I could still see I could still see him making the squad. He's a player that Pivak knows well, and it's also it can be very very hard to look good in a side that's. A side that's playing badly, and the Ospreys are on a, a horrible run of form. So, you know, perhaps that's part of it. We know that Scott Williams at his best is quite comfortably international class. He's a very, very good international player at his best, and so, God. so I, th- I think he'll be in that yeah. squad. What do you, what do you think? Yeah, definitely. I, I, as long as he's, as long as he's okay, then I would, I would have him there for sure. I really rate him, and he's got a lot, to, lot to offer, isn't he? Big game player, so. Yeah, let's hope that he's okay. Do you really. think that's all it is? It's just, just fitness, or what's yeah? What's been your take on him at the start of this season? Yeah, I, I, I just can't quite, I can't quite see that he's not, you know, that he's being, that he's sort of uh, he's being, you know, dropped because of because of form. There's something that's affecting that form. I would say, otherwise, he, he's he's a shirt mm. for me. Well, yeah. So yeah, I just hopefully I can get fixed. Anyway, whatever it is. Right, yeah, there's a couple of. We, we a couple of other youngsters him. down at the Ospreys. Uh, Owen Watkins, he's got plenty of experience. I think he went off in the first half against Racing, and then you've got uh, Tian Thomas Wheeler. But there's there is not a huge amount of there's not a huge amount of depth really when it comes to when it comes to the centre. I know we we're saying that it's a tough ask for anyone to convert, but someone who has played a lot of rugby at centre, certainly at age grade level, is Owen Lane at Cardiff Blues. Is that something that you think could be a, could be a goer? Just from looking at the way Owen Lane plays, and from what I've seen of him on the wing, yeah, he is the one. He's the one winger, then, if I can call him that, that I could see. That I could see um, 
you know, stepping into that that position more naturally then. And, you know, from what, yeah, from what you're saying there that he has, we, we know that he has played center. So, and it, and it, and it, and it shows in the way in which he plays, he doesn't tend to make many, many mistakes um, from a, from a, you know, sort of defensive point of view as well. So, yeah, I think he, he, he'd be somebody that would be well worth looking at uh, in the, in the center role. Yeah. Good chat. Yeah, really do. All right. Let's, uh, let's go to, Another one of the listeners' questions before you get there, Dan. And this one's from Reese Knott. Probably already discussed this ad nauseum, but why did the Blues sign Hallam Amos? Lane, Adams, Summerhill, Morgan, Dan Fish, all better than him. And Max Llewellyn looking tidy on the wing. Uh, and Johan Davis, very promising. How much depth do they need? I think it's, I think it's a little harsh. I would say, you know, I think he's a really classy player. Don't think they should have signed him because I think that that money should have gone into you know we've definitely covered this ad nauseum but I think that money should have gone into reinforcing the pack in particular the second row but he is a really really classy footballer I think and you know I I I love to still have him at the Dragons yeah I, I I like him I like watching him I think he's a he's a good he's a good operator he can play uh, he can play in a number of positions can he can play. Uh, full-back, wing, you know, centre he can play. And, you know, they did say they did say during the campaign, didn't they, that he was slotting in at 10, you know, obviously during the training sessions, which is different. But I think he's a player that, that that's that's uti- the ut- mm. good utility player. Did they need him, though? Um, does 10... I've banged uh, on that, is Dan. What do you think? N- no. I mean, we've... I'm, I'm, You know, I totally agree with you that the... The signings that have been made, they're they're you know outside backs when they needed, they needed um, you know front five front yeah yeah front five forwards and to spend you know to spend some big bucks really on you know probably uh, you know non Welsh qualified lumps mm. up front that'll, that'll just play yeah. play week in week out that that's you know because we saw that you know moving it on a little, little bit then but we'll come back to it the. So the Cardiff Blues were absolutely mm. outstanding, and but the platform was very, very good. So the tries, you know, you watch the tries. There's, you know, there's eight tries. They were brilliant mm. to see. But we know that the forwards put in a monumental shift. Yeah, but 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 they had, you know, they had they had a couple of they had a couple of old heads in there, and um, you know, front row went well. But if you, it just shows, doesn't it, that if you can get that if you can get that set piece right, then the rest can come and. None of that would have happened if the forwards hadn't done their work. So you just think quite a lot of the Welsh regions of, of uh, the, the selection is is really sort of uh, really poor, really. Then I suppose in terms of who they've who uh, who's been yeah, signed. Yeah, I think I think it has, and you know, again, I think a lot of this just comes down to the lack of financial stability at all of the regions. That it almost feels like you you don't have that long-term recruitment plan that you're almost fighting on a bit of a month by month. And then when Anscombe goes, the opportunity to, to sign Amos cropped up. And I think actually Amos had been linked to Cardiff for a, for a very long time, hadn't he? So it, it was no great yeah, surprise. Yeah, you you just think think... There must be someone, you know, here's how I'd have spent the money, right? We've gone, right. Okay. We know Anscombe's off. So we've got a, a fairly big, uh, yeah, fairly big budget to fill here. I'm going to spend I'm going to spend part of that on sending out our chief scout over to Transvaal, combing up and down club rugby in South Africa, 
and finding someone who's seven foot tall, 21 stone, you know, borderline human that can come over and play 25 games a season. And that that would have been, you know, that would have been money better spent than than bringing in, you know, a very good, a very good outside back, but someone who, yeah, you know, like like Reece says there, adds more cover. But, you know, really when it comes when it comes to is Halamemos a player that you want for you know for cover? You know, if he's if he's not yeah. in the starting lineup, then, that, then why are you signing him? You could say the way in which we spend money is almost is almost um, in line with in line with clubs and regions that have mm. lots of it. Yeah, like a luxury. Almost. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very strange, and you know the Scarlets have got the Scarlets have built have actually built now some real strength in depth, haven't they? When you look at the amount of players that are out injured and that weren't playing on the mm. weekend. It's a it's a very impressive list of players that are not on the park. Yeah, and a lot. Yeah, and it was, and it was similar starting, last season you know, as well. Yeah, and what have, well, and what have we said for you know they've gone they've gone they've gone well, haven't they over, you know, over the other regions for a good while, and their selection, their, their um, you know, the way in which they picked up their recruitment has been has been far superior to the other to the other. Yeah, regions. I think it has, and I think that's that's something that we mentioned this a few weeks ago when. When this money gets released to the regions, that's something that I think is so so crucial because you do want to reinforce the the squads with some short term signings that are going to make them more competitive. But it's got to be done well. You just can't have. You... I think it's got to just yeah, it's got to be really really scrutinised. I mean, you would have thought that it would be, you know, there'd be a big big process as to as to um, where that money is going to be spent and who it's going to be spent on. But I. I from 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 the signings that that have happened over the you know over the years, I I I'd like to see what you know what process is in place because I, I, it doesn't look as if there is one really, does it? Yeah, I get that. I, it feels it does feel it does feel like that. It's almost a bit. It just feels like last minute really. is the is the thing it feels like to me, and I don't know. Sometimes I think that they. It's almost like we'll get him before, before yeah, you and know, you look at before one of the other regions. But you've got to be like, well, do we, you know, do we need that? No, person? and I think if you were, if you were stood yeah. back looking at again, like look at look at the dragons. You know, he bought in Moriarty eighteen months ago. As you know, I'm a massive fan of him. He's been great for Wales. My kind of back row forward, but it's an area where the, the one area on the pitch the dragons didn't need it. But I think part of the thinking was we'll bring in a high-profile signing. He's there. He's available. Bring him back to Wales, and we can then kind of market the club on this. It coincided, I think, with the the rebrand from being. I think that's right. It was that season where uh, you know went from being Newport Gwent Dragons to the Dragons. Yeah, it was. And I think it was kind of like, well, look, this will be our big PR thing. Ross is coming back. You know, one of the great hopes of Welsh rugby. He's coming. To, he's coming to play for the Dragons, and it just didn't quite. Does that work, Jed, from a marketing? You know, you're a marketing. You know, man. it might work on the odd game, mate. Is that it a might work on the story? odd game. You know, you look at when Jonah Lomu turned up. Now, admittedly, that is a you know a phenomenon of the game and one of the greatest players we've ever seen, and also probably the first superstar, the first kind of global superstar of rugby union. But when he turned up at Cardiff, you know, there 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 was those couple of games where it was uh, it was packed out on the on the terraces. Now that's a long time ago, and dealing with a massively high-profile player, I don't think I, I don't think it's as straightforward as that. I think you know it might work on the odd game, and if you if you get some good performances in, you play some good rugby. Yes, people will keep coming back, but I think it's way more important to personally to invest that money into 
what's going to be an overall strong squad because people will go and watch competitive and this is just my opinion on it but people will go and watch competitive sides you know if you're if you're in the hunt for winning something at the end of the season that's much more of an incentive to to buy a season ticket than it is to go oh we're going to have Moriarty play for six or seven games this season and again that's no that is no slight on Moriarty because mm-hmm. I'm a massive fan it's just a question of what the regions need at different times yeah that's the and, and that's worth pointing out isn't it that all, all you know all the players that well, the couple of players that we've mentioned here, you know, mm. we're big fans of all those players, aren't we? But it's just looking at when 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 the regions are are in you know in the financial uh, mess that they're, that they're in, and you're looking at you're looking at winning games, and you've got to win games. You have to question. You have to question the uh, the recruitment. I do, and I'm sure we'll come back and have a look at, at some more recruitment and, and some player options when we come into the second half. We've got a few more listeners' questions to get stuck into, and we're going to round up all of the regions and how they got on in Europe, and all of that will be coming up after this very short break. Hi, I'm Harry Keddy, and you're listening to the Attack and Scrum podcast. We'll dive into another question, Dan. This one from Ian Alexander, who fortunately, again, contributes to this uh, most weeks, but definitely puts in uh, more prep than you. And uh, he says... I played yesterday, so I'm utterly broken. Did get two tries, though. Nice work. And he says, Dan Evans, red card, yes or no. Only mitigation I can see is that it was possibly trying to counterbalance himself falling, but it wasn't a good look. Have you seen this incident, Dan? I have. I have seen it. Watched it quite a few times. What's your take? Red, yes or no? I'm going to go around the houses a bit first. It was hugely unfortunate that his foot... (laughs) His, his foot hit, um, you know, Teddy hit Tom, um, Teddy, yeah, Teddy in the face. But it did hit him in the face. It's it's hard to it's hard to say. Yeah, he deserves a red for it, but I, he he doesn't deserve a red, but it's worthy of a red because the boot, you know, the boots came into contact with his face. It's just really unfortunate, and I want to say. It's a, it's a yellow, but his leg came up. But you you can see why because he was he was off balance, wasn't he? And I I don't know what. It's very difficult to to. Mm. Matching orders. It's it's just it's just really 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 bad luck. So. Yeah, it's a red, but it's a tough one. Yeah, no, this one for me, I think looking at the law as it stands now, it is a red. I don't think it should be. Yeah. I think I think no, that's that's, that's a that's a yellow card. It's there's, silly, no, isn't it? there's no intent but, there whatsoever. And, no, and it's, no just, intent, it's just no. happened. And, and then it, it's, it's ruined, ruined the game, game. For, in the first minute of it. And I suppose we're gonna be up against it anyway, but going down to fourteen men to fourteen men against against Racing was always going to be an insanely tough order and I don't mind you know I think I've come to terms with the like the head collisions that we had during the World Cup I think well that's just very very straightforward where you say right you just go and you just go and tackle lower but you have to kind of you have to put your foot in the air to go up and jump for a for a ball like that I I, and also I think look how do you the danger with 
the danger with head collisions and shoulders hitting heads and elbows hitting heads, we know is linked to concussion. It's a long-term, really, really serious issue. Now, nothing really happened with it. Teddy Tom was back on the pitch. He scored two tries before half-time. So there was no, there was no real, you know, yes, it would have stung, but it is still a contact sport. No one is, no one is going to really suffer a career-ending injury off that. It would be a, a freak, freak accident. And... For me, I think look, yellow card would be more than sufficient punishment for for something like that. So yeah, it yeah, I agree. Game. Just, just, yeah, just, just give a yellow, and you know we can have a competitive game of rugby. Then moving on, and the, there's going to be the odd incident like this, isn't there? And how do you how do you jump up for a how do you take a ball when you're travelling at pace and your legs don't go in slightly mm. peculiar positions? You can't keep them straight. Because you're going, you, it's just, it's almost, it's almost, um, you're probably more at risk of of getting an injury if you if you don't actually put your legs out. Now, yes, his leg did raise right up, but I just thought it was, it was really, you know, it's, it's a harsh call, and yes, by the letter of the law, it's a red, but it's, it's frustrating, isn't it? Really frustrating. It is sticking with the Ospreys, Dan. Obviously, they 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 went on to lose that game. It was forty points to nineteen. They've got the reverse fixture coming up as well, which I'm sure they won't won't particularly be relishing a a trip to Racing away given the the, no. the injuries and, and whatnot. But something we haven't covered in relation to the Ospreys is the fact that Mike Ruddock is now in there as a coaching consultant. All of this kind of broke this week, I think it was Monday or Tuesday. What's your assessment of that? Yeah, he's so he's come in come in initially on a uh, a month's um I think it's going to take uh, more than a month, consult- isn't it, to to sort the the problems yeah, that they have there. Yeah, it's, yeah, you do have a little chuckle at that, don't you? A month to 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 come in and uh, and have a look at things, and I, look, I think he's looking at the the structure and the 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 strategy and uh, the off the field uh, the structure of the coaching stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I, I mean. One, what what on earth can you do in a month? You can't do anything, can you? Because he's going to have to observe. So he's going to be observing, I would say, for mm. for a month, you know, at, at an absolute minimum. Uh, this this is, you know, there's more to this. He's he's probably going to be, you know, I don't know if he comes if he comes across well with uh, with the board, then he's probably going to be offered a, you know, offered a, a, a long, you know, another month, <laughs> another month and see how see how he goes, but. Yeah, it's. I don't know. It's. Uh, he's a. He's a good. He's a good operator, isn't he? He's got a good CV. Yeah, he's got a good CV. I mean, a, a lot uh, of the think... form is, you know, is is a long time ago. Obviously, the the real highlight being the, the Grand Slam, and prior to that, good char- good time in charge of in charge of, in charge of Wales. That... Yeah, it is. But he's a good. He's a good Definitely. rugby man, isn't he? he knows. You know. You know. He knows the game. He knows know the game. Yeah, he knows he's, what he's done very want, well at Lansdowne, but that's you know perhaps not the yeah. not the same. He hasn't been head coach of a of a you know I guess a top tier a top tier European. So. Yeah, it's not top tier, but I I still think there's some you know some very very mm. good coaches that for, for for one reason or another are operating at a at a, at a slightly diff, you know at a different level. Then so I think it's a good I think it's a good appointment. I think that the time you know the length at which he's in there for is. Um, mm. Is peculiar, but there may be something more going on there with that. So you know, it's a month, but it's not. Um, 
so yeah, I think it's I think it's a it's a it's a good it's a good move really, and they want to get him involved as much as they can because there's uh, there's a couple of young coaches there, aren't there, that'll that'll benefit from from having yeah. an old head around. Uh, and then you know we know that you know Mashrak because he obviously he's moving on, isn't he? Um, who's who's that moving on then? Matt. Matt. This is, this is your Sherat. <laughs> Matt Sherat. Matt Sherat. Yes, moving on and yeah, Sherry. highlighting. Obviously, we covered a lot of this last week, but I think just having that the structure and the stability again is just absolutely key. It must be really, really tough for the players to have this uncertainty flying around. Again, tough trip to uh, to Racing coming up. Then you've got the real business that that I think is is so important. That's the the Christmas derbies, and they're not just important from a league points perspective. I think they're so important from morale of the overall region and and the the clubs and the players. You you have to get you have to string together a couple of performances in there to to build a bit of momentum. So it's an absolutely crucial period coming up. Um, I'm not sure exactly how far into the month that takes Mike Ruddock. Uh, possibly, yeah, possibly just about covers those games. But it's um, they they've got to come to a conclusion on this fairly soon. You know, I think they either go right, well, Ruddock's in till the end of the season in a, a coaching capacity or, you know, or, or Hogg's going to do it or whatever. But I think they need to they need to shore this up and figure out who's going to be doing it till the end of the season and ideally figure out who's going to be doing it past that time because we kind of find ourselves in this, the same position as as they were in, whatever it was, two years ago when Alan Clark got the job full-time, you know? They're... Yeah, they do. I yeah, I, I I question as well whether 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 sort of for the players as well, knowing that you've got a you've got Mike Reddick mm. coming in for a month. How how does that make them feel? A month? It's every all these things yeah. are short term. You know, it's all you know from a mental perspective. It's like great, we've got a guy. You know, it, it, it's it's just it's such a short period of time. Really, so isn't it? you've never seen it before, where someone said, "Oh, so and so is coming in for a month." It's it's always. No. You know, we'll be coming into as a even as a consultant till the end of the season. I mean, we've talked about like you know, we mm. line out consultants, scrummaging consultants, you know, defence consultants. But but this is it's a it's a big role, this isn't it that you're coming in at? So yeah, then they need to they need to uh, they need to get something sorted there fairly fairly quickly. Um, and they'll be all to shot, mm. isn't it there? And so much can happen when you when you get a when you get a good a good a good camp, a good happy camp, and they can turn something around fairly quickly if they if they get if they get a good you know good person in there, good motivator, and get everyone get everyone buying into something. But that's not going to be easy, and to find those types of people is is tough. It's tough, but they they need it in a big big way. And this, you know, that game that game on the weekend was, you know, I was really hoping that the Ospreys mm. could have got a win there. Because you know, obviously, travelling over to France now next week is is going to be, you know, that's going to be a huge challenge. Yeah, it's one of those it? stadiums I want to tick off the bucket list, though. It has to be said, that looks hilarious. Yeah, no. you're going then, are you? Sad. Sadly, not. But I, I hopefully we'll have more time to to at least watch some of these games next week. I, it's killing me. I'm right. I'm sorry. I've I've been trying not to rant about this, but this is killing me. Like not being able to watch the games easily. It's uh, I, I just don't understand why it's not straightforward. Like just. Get it bloody sorted. It's uh, yeah, it's a, it's yeah. a shambles. But next weekend, hopefully, I'm gonna have time to watch it. I, I can know. see you holding back there. Just, it drives me mad, honestly. I'm sat here now thinking, oh god, just yeah, get Europe, get Europe out of the way, so I can kind of um, 
it's, it's, it'll just be easier to follow the the Pro 14 over Christmas. Yeah, and that's no, not how not. it should be. It's not. But like we said last week, I don't know. I'm I'm not I'm not in love with European rugby at the moment. No, and no, a lot of people aren't. Do they? Just see, it feels it feels like that's both the tournaments are kind of are not what are not what they once were, particularly the second yep. tier. But I don't know. Maybe that's just because the Welsh sides aren't in it. But let's have, let's have a look at the Dragons, and uh, they couldn't get the win away at Worcester. Uh, they still top the group, and crucially, they're Tane Basham sent off as well in a bit of a contentious decision. I understand. Have yeah, you? I've had a look at that. Well, no, you, I've not. What's your analysis that? of that one? Oh. Harsh. Yeah, it's, it's a harsh, a harsh red there. Uh, 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 yeah, I mean, I don't think that was a red. To be honest, I think it was a yellow. And was that? Yeah. There's no, there's no TMO there either. So he's gone. He's gone straight red. No TMO. There's nowhere. Yeah, there's nowhere oh, mate, for the that, ref to that, go that with just it. tell you everything and... you need to know about about the tournament? Well, yeah, yeah that's madness, exactly. isn't it? I that, mean, you know, you've got professional well, players playing yeah. in a European Cup competition, <laughs> and there's no there's no television match official there. Yeah, there was no linesman. Um, there was... <laughs> I'd say they had a couple of a couple, yeah, of, couple of the second team with a blazer on, running the line. Yeah, running that. Can anyone run the line, please? Yeah, so it was, yeah, and again, it just it, mm. it just ruins ruins the game, doesn't it? But it's still, the game, they've but still got a great a, chance next what week. What a performance! And you know, it, and a great losing, great bonus, losing point. bonus point. Big chance next week if they can if they can get the win there. And how important do you think that that game is next week? You know, if you're Dean Ryan, then. And you're picking a side going into going into next week. Are you thinking, right? Look, we've got to get out of this pool, and and put some put a run to get put a cup run together. Or are you sat there thinking, I've got some massive fixtures coming up in the Pro 14, back to back derbies over Christmas. I'm going to need to manage my squad accordingly. What's what's your game plan there? <laughs> well. I would actually would go for it next weekend. I think I would. Yeah, I would. I really, I really fancy getting the moment, you know, get that momentum, and just hope that you can come through it unscathed. So it's a big risk, but I just think a lot can come from uh, the dragons mm. need this, and uh, there's there's a bit of a there is a bit of a buzz there, isn't it? And that buzz can go very, very quickly. Well, look, there's been a, there's um, been a number of false dawns down there in in recent years, and to actually have a bit of stability, being competitive, I said was realistic aim for this season when, when Dean Ryan came in if he can turn this into a competitive side and we're not getting humped every week or oh there's four players there's four players out you know and I know we took a shoe in last week but I think generally he's making that side more competitive and to have something to cheer it would he be is, you know yeah. to get out of that pool and have a knockout quarter final against someone would be absolutely massive I think yeah, it would be and they're, they're a good outfit aren't they Worcester that's um that was a good performance there from you know, from the Dragons. One, you know, 14, 14 men on the park, and that's a solid, solid effort there. So they've done they've done a good job. I'm looking for, looking forward to that. Yeah, game likewise. Week. Sticking with Worcester for a minute, I think everything's being played on Friday night next week. I think there's three games on Friday yeah. night. So I, again, I don't know how that. I just trying to think this out in my head, how to watch it. So Racing versus Ospreys 
is the Champions Cup game on the Friday night. That will be presumably on one of the BT channels, so I can record that. Cardiff are away at yeah. Poe, and then Dragons are at home to Worcester. So hopefully that link will get sent around again, and I'll be able to stream that one live. I don't know. Just it, mate, again, it just shouldn't be this bloody hard. Um, however, let's stick with Worcester. We're talking about that for a minute. This is another question we sent in. This one's from Lost in Yorkshire. Should Wales be looking at Sam Lewis? He was quality when he played for the Ospreys and been playing fantastically well for Worcester. Is he too small? He yeah, was quality for the Ospreys. He was a mm. player I really liked. Really, really great. Great, great player. And, yeah, it's been... Turn it up in in Worcester, isn't he? Well, I mean, we've got yeah, a lot of back rowers, say, yeah. haven't we? So I, 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 I think he's, you know, he's 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 way down the uh, way down the pecking order, but he's a, he's certainly a, a very good back row player. And um, you know, I think if he did if he did end up putting on the you know putting on the shirt, he, he certainly wouldn't let us down. But we've got loads of loads of good good we quality have. guys, haven't we? In the back realistically, row. he's in his late twenties now, and you know, a fine player, and um, his brother was a good flanker as well. And Ben Lewis, he's he was, yeah, he, he was, so, yeah, injury, he, he had to retire very, very young, didn't he? And yeah, yeah, both, yeah. both, both fantastic players. But I think realistically, looking at Sam Lewis in his late twenties, you know, are you going to put the effort into into kind of trying to bring through the Bashams and the Wainwrights, Griffiths, you know, uh, Jim Botham at, uh, at Cardiff Blues looks like a real prospect. Um, Shane Lewis Hughes. Lewis Hughes, no Lewis, Lewis, yeah, Shane Lewis Shane Hughes, Lewis Hughes yeah. you know, some guy had a good game yeah, again. You know, even McLeod down at the, uh, you know, I think all of them would be, you'd look at and say they're they're not necessarily better than Sam Lewis straight away, but they are players who are going to be in contention in terms of their age and their development for the next World Cup. So that that's why I think he'd be overlooked. But I'd love to, I'd love to see him back playing in Wales. He very he very nearly signed for the Dragons, didn't he? If memory serves me correctly. He did, he kind of yeah. And there then, was, yeah. And then didn't sign. That's right. He, he had, yeah. It, I, it was announced, mm. wasn't it, that he had? I think it was. And then, I seem to think, yeah, I seem to remember. Then he was, yeah. Then he was. Uh, and there was a call over the bridge, but um, yeah, good player, and it would be brilliant yeah. if he came back to Wales. Yeah, he, 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 you know, give give a lot playing, you know, six yeah, or you seven. Think, you think he'd be doing it? He could be. He could do a fantastic job, but. Yeah, even back at the Ospreys, couldn't he? You know, I think again the the injury problems they've got down there, having a proper out and out open side, he'd be a, he'd be a very good uh, a very good player for them. He would, and a good signing when we're talking about uh, recruitment. Yeah, abso- yeah, absolutely. And I think these these are the things. You know, if you can bring in someone with that experience, proven quality, then uh, you know I think that makes a massive difference. And you look back to the Ospreys from a few seasons ago. When you had, you know, a young, inexperienced uh, open side flanker called Sam Underhill playing there as a bit of a, you know, as a uh, what do you call it, a um, almost a bit of yeah, utility back row player for them. You know, what what, what a shrewd signing that was. But like we said time and time again, you've got to back that up. You know, you know that he's not going to be around there forever because he's clearly into You know, even then you knew he'd be international class, and. Yeah, you know, I think we called it a couple of seasons ago that he'd be he'd be playing for England, and you've kind of got to have that in mind. Yeah, we, and know we were, who's going to replace him. We were fearful of him of him yeah. playing for England because you knew that once he got in there. But but equally, you know, when he yeah, I think he had a couple of games for Gen, didn't he? And then he had a, I think he was studying mm. at studying at Cardiff, I think at the time. 
he played for the Ospreys. There, it, 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 it's interesting though, isn't it? How there's so many quality yeah. players out there that if they are given a chance in the international shirt, yeah, they could, they could be, they could be incredible. Now he did look fantastic at, at, at mm. you know, regional level in Wales, didn't he? He did look very, very good. But there's lots of others as well that could, you know, that could be the next, mm. the next Underhill. You know, but 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 for Wales, so um, I think um, I think we may see we may see a few more players being given a chance potentially under under Piva. Yeah, I think you are right. Actually, slightly slightly, slightly side note. It there, is. But... I did see some statistic, and you know, Dan, I'm not a great one for statistics, but I did see one doing the rounds, and it was something along the lines of Gatland only capped, gave new caps to something like ninety odd players in his twelve years in charge, which is very very low compared mm. to compared to other coaches in in those roles, which is an interesting one. I think what Gatland did is I think he had a good, long, hard look at a player and he was made a judgment on it and went international class, not international class. You know, I, I think he, I think he looked at that. Yeah. Or this guy can, this guy can do a job in the system, yeah, that, the absolutely. systems that we want to employ. And, you know, he, he'll work, you know, he'll work and that, you know, we can, we can slot him in. Um, I'm gonna gonna go slightly off here, right? But did you see that kick from Cipriani? I've seen this. Have a look at have a look at yeah. Pop on Twitter, have a little look at it. I think I've retweeted it. I have. It's unbelievable. He does this crossfield kick, and you, you, you. Every time I see Cipriani, you think I'm just I'm just my goodness, what? A, yeah, what a talent, <laughs> right? That's outrageous. It's 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 outrageous. Thought, looking and at it, it's like, it does and, he mean it? And yeah. then you watch it. Yeah. <laughs> thing is, it's, it's Cipriani, isn't it? If it was if it was me or you, you'd be you know you'd, you'd know that it was uh, yeah. he skewed it. But it's Cipriani; he definitely meant it. And it's very difficult to build. It's very difficult to probably you have to build a side around Cipriani yeah, you in the do. backs, as opposed to so he's totally the, he's the he's the player that would never have worked under Gatland. You know, Gatland likes yeah, you know, systems, formats, everything true. else. But but I think. I, I do you know. What? I th- I think he would if he if he was Welsh. I think Gatlin would have picked him somewhere in that. You, if you remember back to the you know, Gatlin's early period, you look how he gave he gave Henson a number of chances, and not you know, obviously featured in that two thousand and eight Grand Slam side in, when he what the centre role from what do you mean in in the centre bit what now. Huh. No, 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 no. Gatland when he's picking picking Henson yeah. in the centre, though you mean. But you know yeah. that's that, all. I, all I mean is he's you know he's he's picking a mercurial player with a bit of a a checkered. Uh... Yeah, but he was he had someone he had someone inside and outside in there, didn't he? So he could protect him. Would he have? I I well, I, I, I could never see him picking sort of say Cipriani at ten. Yeah. Do you think? Because I, I okay. think I think for I think for Gatland it was all about. I'd love yeah, it, it was, mind. But... I think he picked that. He played that style of rugby because it suited the the players that he had at his disposal. But yeah, and yeah. if you you know if he had a player as good as as good as Cipriani, I think I think he'd have picked him, no doubt. I think you know I think he'd have looked at him and gone, yeah, yeah international class player, definitely picking him. Uh, well, it's a real shame we haven't seen. I know Cipriani's English, but it's, it's a real shame we haven't seen him. More of him on the international stage, mm. isn't it? Because <laughs> yeah, I think so. I don't know. You that don't would, that would terrify me. They start picking players like him. I'm, I'm much, I'm much prefer a static England backline. Yeah. You know, there'll be a few messages coming in now in your inbox, so you've True. got to be careful about you know saying anything about the English. Well, 
keep it keep let's it, move keep on it let's, have a, let's have a quick chat about the other two regions then as uh, you, you watched Cardiff Blues game you've kind of covered the how good I they did. were but what were what will represent a, a, you know kind of because they can still get again they can still get out of that pool despite the disappointment against Leicester the other week they can still get out of that pool if they were you know if they were able to topple Leicester at Welford Road is that somewhere you'd be concentrating your efforts or is it all about trying to convert a bit of this momentum into the league now I think for Cardiff Blues it's just about it's it, it's about keeping yeah. on keeping on winning I do think that I mean they it was it was a great game to watch uh, on the weekend, the tries were sensational. Forwards went really well. Uh, Boyd had a cracking had a cracking game. Um, he was super. He was super impressive. Shane Lewis Hughes went well. Thomas Williams made a made a big impact. The ball was really quick and pacey, and he he put in a put in a number of lovely kicks. For I don't know whether you see you managed to catch the tries, but he he put in a lovely lovely few dinks for for Jared to touch down. And Ben Thomas as well used uh, uh, used the kick pass to, to good effect. I I think they just need to keep <clears throat> you know keep uh, keep the tempo up pretty high really, and and they, if they and keep um, keep doing all right in the set piece and Cardiff Blues, I think they should go all right if they can keep that you know keep that together. Um, but yeah, Leicester that'd be the big one. Well, it? yeah, that I don't know. It's it's an interesting one. I, I wonder whether. You know, I, I think that they're they're probably just going to take everything on a game by game basis, and go right. You know, what what squad have we got available? What's the chance of uh, what's the chance of winning this one? How do we uh, yeah? How do we how do we best go about doing that? So, yeah, we'll um, yeah, we'll kind of see how they go. Scarlets similar predicament they find themselves in, having narrowly lost uh, having narrowly lost out in France the other week. They was it last week? Yeah. They now find themselves. Yeah. They now find themselves uh, getting a win at Bayern. Good win, good win. I think for them, they're going to take that that tournament very seriously and and try and go on a, and try and go on a you know go on a big run. Yeah, I think I think they should. I mean, that's a. It's a good solid win from from the Scarlets when you're looking at you know I touched upon earlier when you look at the the injury list there, um, a big performance from uh, Cassiem was uh, was up in the crowd wasn't he and they were loving absolutely loving him. I mean he's, he's really he Scarlets fans had such a, a steep improvement because he didn't he, I, I thought he looked pretty I thought he, he looked pretty a bit of a at time, times last I know he had he had some knocks but yeah he's uh, he's. You know he's kind of proven you don't get capped in the back row for the spring box if you're not if you if you've not got class within you and he's been he's been absolutely superb for them to start of this year. Yeah, it has yes, it's definitely fair to say, isn't it, that he's had a bit of a bit of a rocky time and it's taken um, taken him longer than that longer than expected. Then probably longer than he would have expected and, and fans would have expected to settle in. But he certainly seems to have found his feet this this season and he's putting in some some solid and big performances for. For the Scarlets, and he really stood up. He was needed with that injury list, and he delivered. So yeah, fantastic to see. It's always nice to see, isn't it, when a player sort of takes a bit of time to come in, and and then they do uh, they do get into their stride, and you can see he's really uh, big. Re- he's relieved, isn't he? Big smile on his face, delighted 
and the Scarlet's fans gave him, uh, you know, gave him a huge, uh, uh, you know, huge ovation, which is which is superb. It is, yeah, and uh, yeah, interesting, uh, interesting few weeks ahead, Dan, with this mixture of, uh, of European and domestic rugby coming up. Anything else you wanna you wanna throw into the mix before we uh, before we wrap up for the week? No, that's um, that's 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 pretty much it, really. <laughs> a beautiful way to end. Right, as we say. Did you think I was going to go off? I wonder if there's anything else you if there's anything else you spotted, Dan. You know, if, perhaps if there'd been a last-minute question come in that one of the listeners had, had had submitted that you could have stolen for your own. You know, that would have. Uh... Yeah, I was hoping something was going to pop in, but nothing did. You know, so that's <laughs> and it. And that's that. Uh, yeah, well, there we go. Yeah. Well, look, that brings us to a conclusion for another week. Thank you very much indeed for listening. And, uh, of course, big thanks to our sponsors, as always, uh, is So Coffee Trades. If you want to get your hands on some great coffee, you can do that over at socoffeetrades.co.uk. And, uh, yeah, hopefully Scott's going to send me some more because I'm, uh, I'm, I'm lagging right now and using coffee as a, as a life support mechanism. So, uh, yeah, definitely, definitely going to need that. Need some more of that in the weeks to come. But, uh, yeah, thanks for listening. If you've enjoyed listening, please leave us a review on iTunes. That would be massively helpful. And we'll be back to talk rugby with you very, very soon. Thanks for listening. Podcast Network.